0: Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods podcast. This episode is called The Belly Button Portal Place. So Juwan, the giant, shot the hairy trolls a menacing glance, (laughs) and they retreated back into the rocky caves of the nearby hillside. And then the giant picked up Tyro and Kitty and put them in his shirt pocket. And he said, let's get far away from here. I can fight off a couple dozen of those trolls, but if more come, I won't be able to protect us. He set off to the northwest, each stride taking them several yards further away from the hairy trolls. As they walked, Tyro said, Juan, why didn't you want to leave this world? Juan said, I have lived a long, long time, more than 200 years. I am the last of the stone giants. This world is my home, and I am prepared to die with it." He kept walking, and then he said, Also, there wasn't enough room for me on your spaceship. Kitty said, Oh yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Well, they walked in silence for a while, covering several miles. And at last Tyro said, What did you say about another way out of this world?" Juwan said, There is a place in the center of this world that we call the navel. Kitty said, the navel? Yeah, navel as in belly button. It's like the belly button of this world. Kitty said, oh, okay. Juwan continued, never breaking his stride. It's a huge spiraling hole. No one has ever been to the bottom. But, legend says there's a portal to the core world down there. Tyro said, core world? What's the core world? Huh. Juan said, the world of humans, also known as reality or the boring lands. Kitty said, the human world? That's where Jeffrey and Jennifer are from. Maybe we could find them. She paused a moment, thinking. I mean they'd be grown-ups now, but I'm sure they could help us somehow. Tyro looked up at the roiling sky and said, Yeah, and even if they can't help us, we'll die if we stay in this world. We really have no other choice but to go to the human world. And Kitty said, Juan, how far is it to this belly button portal place? Not far. We should be there by tomorrow. Then Tyro said, Why are you helping us, Juan? Because you helped the creatures of my world. And because it is the right thing to do. (laughs) Besides, it gives me something heroic to do before my life ends. Kitty said, oh. You know, in the world that me and Tyro came from, the dead could come back to life on Halloween. We called it Halvalin. Just for the night. Juwan said, that sounds kind of creepy. I wouldn't like that. When I die, I want it to be done. Kitty looked up at the sky. It looked poisonous somehow, a mix of ugly colors swirling angrily. And then they felt a tremor in the ground that wasn't caused by Juwan's massive striding feet. And Kitty said, uh, "Let's hope we get there in time." They did have to stop for a while so Juwan could rest and have a little bite to eat. He made a roaring campfire with some fallen-down trees, and shared some of his food with them, dried fruits of a kind that Tyro and Kitty had never eaten before, and some sticks of jerky, and pieces of a tough and tasteless biscuit. Juan said, Apologies for the sorry food. Times have been tough in this world lately. <laughs> Kitty said, Oh, well, thank you for sharing, trying not to grimace as she gnawed on a scrap of tough biscuit. <laughs> They ate in silence a few minutes, staring at the giant fire. And then Tyro said, "Jiwan, why are you called a stone giant? I mean, you seem to be made of flesh and blood, not stone. Oh well. We were called stone giants not because we were made of stone, but because we possessed vision stones. Tyro said, vision stones? Uh." Juan put down his food, reached into a bag that was around his waist, and drew out a large stone full of swirling colors. It was perfectly round and nearly a foot across, so it was larger than Kitty or Tyro. It reminded Kitty a little bit of the dreamstone that she had inherited from Old Man Oak, which, unbeknownst to her, was in the remains of the hopalopter along with the other stuff she had packed in her bag. Juan said, The Vision Stone may show you visions of the past, the present, and the future, if you dare to look within. But I warn you, the visions may frighten or upset you, and some are but memories or shadows rather than true glimpses of reality. Kitty and Tyro were silent a moment, and then Tyro said, I will look. He peered into the depths of the Vision Stone Kitty couldn't see what Tyro saw, so she watched his face as he reacted to the images. A range of emotions flashed across his face. Delight, sorrow, confusion, and resolve. At last, Tyro tore his gaze away, and Kitty said, what did you see? Tyro took a deep breath, as if he were deciding how much to reveal to Kitty. And then he said, Things from my past mostly, and what might be a vision of the future. Juan nodded, and then he turned to Kitty and said, Will you look? Kitty said, I don't know. A seer named Malarkey once told me it is unwise to know your own future. <laughs> Juan said, Well, that is wise advice, especially considering it came from someone named Malarkey. <laughs> Kitty said, Yeah. Then she sighed and said, okay, I will look. I mean, things are pretty grim already right now. Chances are I'll see something uplifting. She peered into the stone's many swirling colors and waited for the visions to start. (sighs) Suddenly the colors formed an image. She saw Doggy, blank-faced but alive, standing in a golden city. Then she saw Chippy frolicking in a field. Next, she saw Jeffrey, the human boy who had once taken care of her, writing in a notebook, and he was inside a sterile-looking gray room, perhaps some sort of medical facility, but it also seemed like he was a prisoner there, and the words Darny Vorse" were printed on the door to the room. Kitty felt a tickle in her brain. Those words meant something, she was sure of it. But before she could remember, she saw Bunny, And her heart filled with an aching joy oh bunny i miss you then she frowned she noticed that bunny seemed morose not her usual self she said something's wrong with her then she gasped in horror as the vision shifted and she saw bunny in a narrow stone canyon trying to outrun a massive wall of rushing water (sighs) she didn't escape it in time and kitty went no The visions faded. Kitty blinked, trying to make sense of everything she had seen. Juan stood and began covering the fire with dirt. (sighs) And he said, Not everything you see in the stone will necessarily come true. Do not lose hope. Kitty tried not to panic. She said, Okay. Oh, Meow-Me, I really need to get back to my friends. I hate being so far away from them. Tyro said, Then let's get going. We'll find a way. While they reached the belly-button portal place the following morning, Juan had walked all through the night while Kitty and Tyro rested in his pocket. And at last he said, We're here, and put them down gently. Kitty and Tyro looked over the edge of the hole. It was huge, many times wider than the black hole of Magic Woods had been. And an old road ran around the sides of the hole, full of long-abandoned houses and stores and restaurants, and the road spiraled down into the depths of the navel far past where they could see kitty said people used to live inside the hole on the edges juan said yes tyro said how far is it to the bottom juan said nobody knows for sure no one has ever reached the bottom at least not by road they felt another earthquake the biggest one yet <laughs> ah! The sky above looked like a nasty boil ready to burst. Kitty said, I don't think we'll have time enough to follow the road to the bottom. Juwan said, yeah, I was thinking maybe you could just jump or it could toss you into the center. Tyro said, uh, okay, but are you sure there's a portal at the bottom? (laughs) So say the legends. Kitty said, well, why don't you come with us, Juwan? Uh, to the human world? No, thank you. I've seen visions of that unhappy realm. It's a polluted place full of greedy peepoos. I'd rather die in an apocalypse up here. Thank you very much. Kitty said, oh, wow, okay. Well, I guess we don't have any other choice. Toss us in. Juwan picked Kitty and Tyro up and got ready to toss them into the gigantic hole. And Kitty said, Ah, uh, thanks for helping us, Juan. The friendly giant nodded. You're welcome. May the blessings of all good folk be upon you, little ones. And then he tossed them in. <sighs> Kitty and Tyro fell for a long time, even longer than when Kitty jumped into the black hole of Flowerfield back in the final days of Magic Woods it was still falling and Tyro said do you think there even is a bottom? Kitty said I don't know and Tyro said and are you sure we'll be able to find Jeffrey and Jennifer even if we do get to the human world? Kitty said of course Meow how big can the human world be? They fell and fell and fell until suddenly they tore through the fabric of reality and plopped down onto a bed in a little girl's room and the little girl went, ah! <laughs> Well, that's the end of The Belly Button Portal Place. The next episode is called Ruby's Room. Goodbye.